This is What The Flux. I'm Brett. And I'm Justin. And it's Wednesday, the 8th of December. Listen to this, Justin. Financial counsellors reckon that 84% of their clients now have some buy now, pay later debt. And that's compared to just 31% last year. Scary times, B-Man. Yep. Bye-bye traffic jams on the M1 in Sydney. Okay. Because a company called Sydney Seaplanes has made an order of 50 electric flying vehicles. Yes. Emission-free flying taxis supposedly going to reduce Sydney's traffic. And they reckon the first... First deliveries are going to be due in 2026. Three lightning stories today, Justin. Let's do it. For our first, Pet Circle, the Aussie online pet supplies and services marketplace, has just become Australia's latest unicorn after a very juicy $125 million race. Ah, the humble unicorn, one of the only animals that Pet Circle don't sell food for, Brett. <laughs> what is the story? So, Pet Circle is an Aussie online pet supplies company. It was founded back in 2011 as Paws for Life which was an online dog food ordering business. Now, in 2014, it rebranded to Pet Circle and expanded outside of food. We're talking toys, pet health, grooming, clothes, you name it, they've got it. And now, Jazzy Boy, Pet Circle has been thrown a juicy $125 million bone <laughs> in the form of a capital raise. Meaning Pet Circle is now valued at more than $1 billion. And it's all thanks to bringing on valuable investors like US-based Prism Capital. And Sydney-based TDM Growth Partners. So what's the key learning here? Yeah often hear about product market fit for the success of a company. But company investor fit can be equally as important. Talk me through it. Bringing on investors that are experienced in your business's particular industry can be the difference between failure or becoming a decacorn, <laughs> i.e. $10 billion worth. Prism Capital might not be a household name in Australia, but this crew previously invested in Chewy.com back mm. in 2016. Which was acquired a year later for a whopping $3.35 billion US dollars. And then it was spun out via an IPO and it's now valued at nearly 28 billion US dollars. So this isn't Prism's first pet rodeo. <laughs> it's also important to remember, Brett, that investors aren't just a wad of cash. Nah, they're advisors, they're mentors, mm -hmm. experienced professionals that often share the company's vision. So with Prism backing Australia's newest unicorn, we reckon this crew is set for big things. Mm -hmm. For our second story, Marketplacer, the Aussie online marketplace developer, has just banked an extra $38 million as retailers can continue the shift to the digital world. Marketplace, Justin, a word so common it's starting to mean everything and <laughs> nothing at the same time. What's the story here? Alright, so Marketplacer is a Melbourne-based software company. They basically help retailers and other businesses build successful online marketplaces. In other words, creating a platform where retailers can sell the products of other retailers, suppliers, wholesalers. And Marketplacer is behind the online marketplaces of some big names, Juzzy Boy. We're talking Woolies. Maya. Surf Stitch. Now, since the big C, aka COVID, yeah. Retailers have been racing to go digital. So Marketplacer is taking advantage of this theme and have raised 38 million bucks. Now, Brett, it must be said they have been planning to go public for a while now, but the plans have actually been put on hold. Kind of like La Nina putting our hot fact summer plans <laughs> on hold as well. So what's the key learning here? Marketplace models allow retailers to expand their product offerings with less risk and fewer resources of their own. And why is that? Well, in the traditional wholesale model, retailers take possession of the inventory. Think so food, laptops, the physical goods, if you will. And they've got to store this stuff somewhere. They've got to track this stuff somewhere. They've got to pay for this somehow. <laughs> but in the marketplace model, retailers connect the customer directly with the supplier. Which means they don't actually have to house the stock or deal with the delivery. And now, marketplaces actually account for 62% of all online sales. Huge. Which means pretty good things for marketplaces in the future. For our third and final story, BuzzFeed shares plunged 17% on their public debut. And no, 
no, it wasn't an IPO this time that did the damage. It was a SPAC. Is there a BuzzFeed quiz on this one, Brett? That's what I want to know. What is the story? So BuzzFeed is the media company that kind of pioneered digital news and entertainment. Some would call them the OG of clickbait. <laughs> you know, the same BuzzFeed famous for those quizzes that tell you which Disney character you are. Or the listicles about all the signs your significant other is cheating on you. <laughs> and recently, BuzzFeed decided to go public via a SPAC. And what's a SPAC again, B-Man? My friend, that is short for Special Purpose Acquisition Company. It's basically like a blank check or a shell company that lists on the stock exchange. And then it acquires private companies and takes those companies public in the process. But Brett, 94% of shareholders in the SPAC company redeemed their stake once they found out that the company was acquiring BuzzFeed. So what's the key learning here? When an investor invests in a SPAC, they're backing that SPAC to invest in a high-quality company. But thankfully for investors, there is a returns policy here. Once the SPAC announces who they're going to merge with, in this case BuzzFeed, the SPAC also needs to offer shareholders the option to redeem their shares. And Jazzy Boy, why would they want to redeem their investment? Well, sometimes the investor isn't too keen on the SPAC's investee company. Ahem, a BuzzFeed. (laughs) If the investor reckons the share price of that merged entity is going to drop, they're going to cash out. And with BuzzFeed shares trading as low as $8, we can see why 94% of shareholders redeem their shares prior to this merger. Mm -hmm. Oh boy. Flux family, listen up. If you're not signed up for Win the Week, you're actually kind of missing out on free cash. Every week we give away 40 guaranteed cash prizes for users of the Flux app who save 25 bucks. It's that simple. B-Man, this week we've got Sophie who's won, Rashid's won, Monique won, Bakendra, and Nate won as well. All you gotta do is download the Flux app and play Win the Week. Thanks for listening and we'll see you tomorrow.